Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go. Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. If you are listening on the podcast, but if you're joining us over on our YouTube community, welcome back to The Last Life. As always, I'm Candy Washington, and I am so honored to help you attract more joy, wealth, and love into your life and to get your glow up on. So before we dive into today's episode, which is how to let go of negative thoughts. Don't forget that we are doing our seven day level up your life challenge. It starts on March 1st. You can just click in the show notes or the description box to join us for that challenge. It's only $22 and 22 cents, that magical number 2222. And with that, you get access to the seven day challenge, our supportive community. You also get a lifetime access to our Lux VIP group where you can get weekly coaching, you get manifestation tools, self-care resources, and you also get lifetime access, which means that after the seven-day challenge, it's going up to $29.99 per month, which is a nominal fee. I mean, I pay more on my Starbucks (laughs) Uh, per month than that for everything that you get, so definitely check that out below. You also get a free digital copy of the Journey to Self-Love journal that just dropped. If you want the hard copy, you can go over to Amazon. That is also linked below in the show notes and description box. But if you do our seven-day Level Up Your Life Challenge, you get a free copy of that as well. So there is so much goodies in there. Check everything out below in the show notes to gather that. Okay, guys. All right. So that's all of the housekeeping, but also don't forget to like, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and share it with a friend because your journey to glowing up in self-love is always better with a little bit of support, and I'm actually going to do a giveaway. I'm inspired right now to do a giveaway, so if you subscribe to this channel and if you like this video and comment in the comment box that you did that, so just say glow up. That is the magical word. If you say glow up, that means you subscribe to the channel, you like the video, comment below, and you will be entered to win a free VIP ticket to our seven-day Level Up Your Life Challenge. You will get all of the goodies. You'll get the free digital copy of the Self-Love Journal. You will get lifetime access to the Lux Life VIP group. And you will also get all of the access to the weekly coaching calls as well as our supportive community and all of the other free resources on self-love, self-care, manifesting and attracting love, wealth, money, everything. You'll have all access to that. So yeah, subscribe to the channel, like this video and comment below glow up to be entered to win a VIP ticket. All right, you guys. Hey, Marcel Drew says, hey, Candy. Hey, Marcel, how are you? So if you're listening on the podcast, you need to join us on Facebook. You need to join us on YouTube. That is where you can watch live and interact with us and ask all the questions you want to ask. So yeah, join us over there in that community as well. So with that, let's dive into today's episode, today's video, which is how to get rid of negative thoughts. 
So the first thing I want to say is as a human being, you will never 100% get rid of negative thoughts. It's just a part of being alive. It's just a part of being a human being, just a part of this human experience. We're going to have negative thoughts that come up. And I know that there's a big thing when people talk about law of attraction or they talk about manifesting your life. They think, oh, if I have one negative thought, then I've ruined it. Or if I have one negative thought, that's what I'm going to manifest and attract. That's not true. What you manifest, what you attract is what your dominant thinking patterns are. It's what your dominant subconscious default is. It's what your dominant belief system is. So give yourself some grace, let yourself off the hook. You're never going to get rid of all of your negative thoughts. And it doesn't mean that you're not still going to attract and manifest everything you want. It just means you're human. The trick is making sure that your default system, your belief system, and your subconscious mind is programmed to be on the level and the frequency of what it is that you want to attract. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How do you let go of those negative thoughts in order to attract what it is that you want and in order to get a mindset of what, of what it is that you want? For the, so the first step is, thank ourselves. So the first step is, don't get too caught up on where your negative beliefs came from or your negative thoughts came from. Yes, you want self-awareness, but you don't want to get too caught up in it. Usually it comes from a couple of things. One, something that happened in childhood, uh, what your parents believed, what your teachers told you, what your siblings said, you know, what a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a friend or a family member did or said or didn't do, like all of those things, right? So usually we get programmed as children from our experiences and our surrounding and all of that, right? You know, if money was tight in your house, maybe you learned a limited money mindset. If your parents really was worried about, you know, weight or people's appearances, maybe you started to think that you needed to lose weight or gain weight or lose muscle or gain muscle or whatever it is, right? We have all of that stuff. But the trick is, yes, you want to have the awareness of why you have these self-limiting beliefs or negative beliefs, but don't get too caught up in it. You can identify it, you can get the awareness, but don't let that consume you because that will also take you down a spiral of, well, this happened to me and this happened to me. And then you're just re-traumatizing yourself and you get caught up in that negative loop rather than actually freeing yourself from it. So yes, you want to remember what happened. Yes, you want to know why it happened, but don't give it the power to continuously sabotage you now because you don't want to confuse healing by understanding your, your past with re-traumatizing yourself through reliving your past, right? So it's all about having that healthy perspective, that healthy uh, balance. But with that being said, once you do understand where these belief patterns came from, where your trauma mind came from, or whatever it is, or supplementing beliefs came from, now you know the next step. And that is to express gratitude or appreciation for because what we really want to do is to get you to cultivate a compassionate relationship with your thoughts, with your beliefs, with your mindset. You know, remember that you are the observer of your thoughts. You're not your thoughts. You know, if you think to yourself exactly that, I think to myself, well, who's myself, right? I was thinking to myself, you know, when I was thinking, who's that I? It's the higher self. It's the higher you. So the work is not to overly identify with your thoughts. Just know that your thoughts were there for a reason. And that goes back to the first step, understanding why they were there. Our mind and our brain are not wired to make us happy. Our mind and our brain are wired to keep us safe and to protect us and to keep us alive. 
So when you get those self-limiting beliefs, when you get those negative thoughts, usually they have come up because they're trying to protect you from something, either from you were hurt when you first heard it and it's trying to protect you from that hurt or you had some experience, right? So what you want to do when you get that negative belief in your mind of, oh, you know, there are no good men out there. I'm always going to be single. Or, you know, I'm too fat to do this. Or I'm too thin to be that. Or nothing works out for me. Express gratitude and appreciate an appreciation for, for them. And I'll tell you why. They're just there because they're trying to protect you from feeling hurt again. If you tell yourself you're not good enough, it'll never work out. If you then go and try and do something and it doesn't work out, you would then have that default system of, well, I already knew I wasn't good enough and it wasn't going to work out. Or it'll stop you from doing it because what if it doesn't work out? It's trying to protect you from feeling hurt. It's trying to protect you from feeling like a failure. Or say in the past, you know, someone broke your heart. And then now you think, well, there's no good men. There's no good women. You know, uh, everybody cheats, blah, 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 blah. All of those thoughts are just trying to protect you from feeling that hurt again. So you can say to these thoughts, I see you thought, thank you. I appreciate you. I know that you're just trying to protect me, but I'm okay. And I have it from here because in trying to protect you, what they're actually doing, that's why we call it self-limiting beliefs is limiting you from the potentiality of your greatness. Those thoughts about there's no good men or no good women is actually limiting you from actually meeting your person. Those thoughts of, you know, you're a failure, it's never going to work out, play it small, is limiting you from taking that leap, from starting your business, from asking for the promotion, from, you know, trying out for a new job or whatever it is. You know, those self-limiting beliefs, they're just there because in the brain and the mind, they're just trying to protect you from a past hurt or a perceived hurt but they actually just limit you. So you can show appreciation to it. So rather than trying to say stop at thoughts or berating yourself or criticizing yourself for having it, so yourself and your thoughts, compassion and grace and say, thank you thoughts. I, I know you're just trying to protect me, but I have it from here. That disempowers the thought. That, that takes away the thought's power to limit you. That takes away the, the thought's power to trigger you, right? Because you, A, you know why you have the thought. Something happened in your past that caused you pain or hurt, either real or perceived. And now you can express gratitude to that thought because you know this thought is just trying to protect me and keep me safe. But what it's really doing is limiting me from stepping into, you know, my higher version of myself from taking risks, from taking steps, to finding love, to finding wealth, to finding joy. So I'm going to take the pressure off myself. I'm going to take the pressure off these thoughts. I'm going to think it. And then the next thing I want you to do is I want you to release it. I say to the thought, you know, again, you know, thank you, thought. I know you're just trying to protect me. But, while, but as we know, thoughts are energy. Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. So it has to be either moved or changed. So I say, I release you. I release you into the universe for good. I release the thought. I release the energy of the thought. Because it's one thing to know why I think the thought. It's another thing to know you're just trying to protect me thought. And it's another thing to say, thank you for protecting me thought. But that energy is still there. 
thoughts are energy. Thoughts are powerful. Thoughts are what create your belief system. And your belief system is the framework for what you say, do, act, have, become, all of it. It's powerful. Thoughts become things, literally. So you need to release that energy. Let it out of you. So I say I release you thought into the universe for good. I want to move that energy out of me. I want to transmute it from a negative thought to, to the universe for good. You can say whatever you want for universe. I release you to the sky. I release you to the water. I release you to thought land. I don't know. Whatever you want to say. Whatever's comfortable for you. I say I release you to the universe for good. Because even though you're trying to protect me, you're, you're actually sabotaging my life. You're limiting my life. That's why it's called a self-limiting belief. So then I release it to the universe for good. And then the next thing I do is I consciously choose a higher, better, more faith-filled thought. This is when you have your mantras, you have your affirmations in place, right? So for example, say your self-limiting belief is there are no good men out there. You know, there are no good men out there. I can, this is what I would do. If I'm thinking in my mind, there are no good men out there. There are no good men out there. There are no good men out there. I'm going to say, hey, you know what? I know where that thought comes from. You know, I, as a child, was was told stories about men who are cheating, who are no good, who leave, or this, that, and the third. So then as a child, I believed men weren't good. And then as I grew up, maybe I had heartbreak. Maybe I had bad breakups. Maybe I dated guys who weren't so good. So my experiences then reinforced what I believed. If I believed men weren't good, then what showed up for me was men not being good. So now I can say to the thought, you know what, thought, thank you. I know you're just trying to protect me from being hurt, from feeling hurt. You're trying to protect me from future hurt. But I got it from here. I can take care of myself. I trust myself to be able to discern the good men versus the bad men versus whatever. And now I release you thought to the universe for good. And now I choose to believe that I am lovable and worthy, and I only and always attract high quality men. That's when your affirmations come into play. That's when you can really change what you think. Because an affirmation can be good or bad. Saying that all men are bad is also an affirmation. You're just affirming that all men are bad. Affirmations are not all positive. That's not true. To affirm just means what you say yes to. So if my belief is that all men are bad, that's what I'm affirming in my life. So I want to reaffirm something. I want to consciously choose differently. So then I'm going to, you know, reaffirm. I am lovable. I am worthy. And I only ever attract high quality men or whatever it is. Or, you know, men are always respectful and loving and committed to me, whatever it is, right? Whatever feels good for you. Again, this is just an example. This is just an example. Whatever it is in your life, whatever it is for you, this is just an example. But this is how you consciously choose your belief system. This is how you consciously choose your thoughts. And when you consciously choose your thoughts and what you believe, that's how you consciously create and design your life. Because whatever you see in your life is literally just a mirror of what you feel and think about yourself. Your external world is just a mirror of what is going on internally inside of you. So if you wanna change what shows up in your life, you have to start with what 
with changing what you believe inside and what your belief systems are. So consciously change that. But if you're in a place where you're like, you know what, I just can't do the affirmations. I'm just not there yet. Then what I say is get curious about the thought. Then if that thought comes up, you say, you know what, what if this thought isn't true? What if just because I think something or just because I believe something, does that have to be true? And even if it is true, does it have to always be true? So start to get curious about your thoughts and then ask for guidance. You know, I'm open and available to see this situation differently. I'm open and available for a different perspective. You know, so if you can't go from, you know, and again, this is, this is just an example. If you can't go from, there are no good men out there to, I am worthy of love and I only attract high quality men. If that's too big of a leap, then just get curious. If the thought is, there are no good men out there, can you say, well, is this true? Can I think of examples of good men? Does this have to be true? What's a different way? What's a higher thought? What's a better feeling? And you can take it even one step further to, well, what is it that I actually want to be true? And when you get to the point of, well, what is it that I actually want to be true? That is where you get your new affirmations. That's where you get your new mantras. That's where you get your new beliefs. Because what you actually want to be true is that men and relationships are a safe place for me, where I feel protected and secure. That's what you really want. The whole, there are no good men out there. That's just a... a, a conditioning or a coping mechanism to protect you from putting yourself out there from the potentiality of being hurt again of not chosen again of left again or whatever it is but what you actually want to believe is that relationships are safe for you that you can be vulnerable and you can be loved so what you actually want to be true that should then dictate what your new affirmation is so then once you start to believe that that can be true for you, then the world has to show up to show you evidence of that. Because it's like, it's like everything. It's all just self-fulfilling prophecies. That's really all it is. Whatever you dominantly believe to be true about yourself, the external world, life, your experiences, will bring you evidence of that being true because the mind and the brain want to be right. So you're just going to continuously prove yourself right. So if you know that your belief systems, your thoughts, how you feel about you will ultimately be proven right, then why not choose to believe what it is that you actually want and what it is that you actually want to experience in this world? Why not choose to believe that that is actually what is true for you. And that's how you get rid of negative thoughts. You're not necessarily getting rid of them because thoughts are just energy, but it's powerful energy. But what you're doing is you're moving and you're transmuting the energy from self-limiting to self-affirming. Become aware of why you have a thought, but don't get caught up in it. Don't get caught up in that trap of woe is me victimhood because, we, you know, that, oh, well, this happened to me as a child. You know, this person left me. Da, 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 da. Yes, we all have things that have happened to us. We all have a story. But don't get caught up in the victim mentality. 
Know why you have your thoughts. Take that as wisdom. So then you can say to your thoughts, thank you, thought. I appreciate you. I know you're just here trying to protect me, but I got it now. I trust me now. I'm choosing a different way now. I release you into the universe for good. You want to release that energy. And then you want to transmute your thoughts, transmute your energy to a different thought, to a different feeling, to a different belief. And that comes with being curious. Well, does that have to be true? What is, what is it that I actually want to be true? You know, I'm open and available for a different perspective on this. And then from that place, create your mantras. You know, I am worthy of love. I am lovable. I only attract high quality men. You know, I am beautifully and woefully made. I am deserving of wealth or whatever, like whatever your self-limiting beliefs are. That's usually just rooted in feeling like you're not good enough. And so your, your mind will tell you you're not good enough to stop you from actually stepping into your greatness because what it thinks it's doing is protecting you from a perceived or real hurt. But it's really just limiting you. Trust yourself enough that if you actually go for it and it works out, that's great. But also trust yourself enough to know that if you go for it and it doesn't work out, that you're still worthy, you're still valuable, you're still enough, and it's just making way for something greater. So it's not so much about getting rid of the thoughts, it's becoming aware of the thoughts, why you have the thoughts, and choosing a higher, better way. Consciously creating your life. Because whether you choose your thoughts or you don't choose your thoughts, what you think is ultimately what you will become. And that is the truth. So empower yourself with the tools we just went through. Write down your affirmations, you know, get clear on what your self-limiting beliefs are. If you're not clear about your self-limiting beliefs, right? Just do this throughout the day, have a journal or speak it into a recorder or write it on your phone or whatever. What are the thoughts you repeatedly think about yourself throughout the day? Do you walk past the mirror and you, the first thing you say is, oh, I need to lose 10 pounds? You know, do you walk, you know, past a couple and the first thing you think is, oh, she's probably cheating on him? You know, whatever it is. Like, just think about what are the thoughts that come up for you throughout the day? And then see what thoughts do not serve the highest version of yourself. What thoughts are critical? What thoughts are judgmental? What thoughts are, and not just to yourself, but to other people. Because a lot of times what we judge in others is what we don't want to see in ourselves. So, and when you do this, again, do it with compassion. You know, do it with compassion. It's not to criticize yourself. It's not to be down on yourself. It's to empower yourself with the awareness of what is it that I'm actually thinking? Because your thoughts are energy and they are very, very powerful. And if the thoughts that you're thinking isn't affirming joy, isn't affirming wealth, isn't affirming health, isn't affirming friendship and prosperity and abundance and happiness and love, if it's not affirming your worth as an individual, your value as a human being, then it's time to change those thoughts. And I went through how you can do it. 
<laughs> All right, you guys. So if you're listening on the podcast, I'm now going to do some questions from people in the chat. So if you guys listen to the podcast, you need to go over to our YouTube channel, The Lux Life with Candy Washington, and subscribe and hit that notification bell so you can join our live Q&A and our live discussion as well. Let's see what you guys have to say in the chat box. Hey, everyone. Hi, peace, love. She says, hey, Candy. Hey, sweetheart. Hey, Lala Chanel, she says, hi, Candy. Speaking of, so for anyone who came late in the show, I am doing a giveaway. So we know that we are doing our seven-day Level Up Your Life Challenge. We are doing that, uh, it kicks off March 1st, and it's linked in the description box on how you can join us. And when you get to the seven-day Level Up Your Life Challenge, there are so many free bonuses and freebies. It's only um, $22.22, $22.22, that magical $22.22 member. But with that, you get lifetime access to our Lux VIP group. You get a complimentary copy of our self-love journal. You get free manifestation, self-care, and self-love resources. And you get access to our private weekly coaching call. So this is not the lives we do on YouTube. These are not the lives we do on Facebook. These are private weekly coaching calls just for our group. And I want to give away a VIP ticket. So all you have to do is subscribe to this channel, like this video, and comment in the comment box, glow up. Then you'll be entered and I'll be announcing the winner very soon. Hey, everyone. Hey, foodie. How are you, sweetheart? What is up? Hey, Darren Hood. Hey, sweetheart. Yes. Hey, young Rich. She says, amen. Yeah, we are glowing up. That is what we are doing. Hey, the red lipstick hustler Lily. She says, hi. Hi, sweetheart. Yes. Hey, the red lip uh, lipstick hustler is awesome. AL says, nice. Yes. AL says, glow up. All right, AL, I'm writing you down. You are entered. Hey, Nene Ashley, she says, hi, Candy, glow up. Yes, Nene, you are entered as well. Perfect. And that's right, you guys. Okay, Young Rich has a question. Okay, Young Rich, write, write your question. Put your question in the comment box. Or did you want to come up? Let me know. I can drop the link or put your question in the question box. Hey, foodie. That's my sister. She says, hey, beautiful, so good job. Thank you, sweetheart. Lala Chanel, you are so right about thoughts becoming things. Yes, thoughts become things. A thousand percent. Thoughts become things energetically, and thoughts become things physically. Anything you see in this world, aside from what God just created naturally, like the animals and the trees and all that stuff, right? Anything else, anything man-made is a thought that became a thing. This pen was in someone's mind before I could hold it in my hand. Someone had to think of it. Your iPhone, your, your, your laptop, literally the iPhone existed in Steve Jobs' mind and then it became a thing. The camera I'm using to record this on, someone thought that up. This jacket, what you're wearing, what you're doing, that was somebody's thought that had to become a thing. The imagination has to see it before the eye can see it. And then energetically, if you are going around thinking you're not good enough, you're not chosen, you're not this, you're not that, 
Just take inventory of your life and you will see experiences of examples that will make you right. Because the universe, the subconscious mind, even your thoughts, even though they may, the meaning may be negative or positive, they're all innocuous. They're just there. The meaning and the, and the intentionality and the negativity or positivity is what we put on it. So if you tell the universe, I'm not good enough, the universe is going to say, yes, you're right. And it's going to show you you're not good enough. If you say to the universe, I am worthy, I am deserving, I am enough. The universe is going to say, yes, you're right. And it's going to show you your worth, your value, what you deserve and all of that stuff. And if you don't believe me, think about it in life. Think about being in a room of, say you go to a party and you don't know the people there. And someone walks into the room. They don't have to open their mouth, but energetically, you already know who that person is. You know the people that is you have to respect. You know the people you can you can mess with that you can't mess with. You know the people who are kind of meek. You know the people who are kind of wishy-washy. You know the people who kind of fall back. You know before anybody opens their mouth who they are. Because what they feel about themselves, what they think about themselves, what they put out energetically about themselves shows up even before they do. That's why you already know the people who are one way and the people who are another way. Yay. Okay. Hey, Young Rich. So Young Rich says, so if you have a group of friends and they are good business partners, but their personal relationship is so bad and toxic, you don't want to deal with it. And it's and it spills over to the business should you move on. <sighs> okay. I would say this. If you have a group of friends and they are good business partners, but their personal relationships are bad and toxic, you don't want to deal with it, and it spills over to the business should you move on. There's, with that, I, wanted, I need to know a little bit more. Has there been a conversation about it? Like, has there been some type of, hey, let's have a group meeting. I've noticed X, Y, and Z is happening on the personal, but the business side is A, B, and C, what we're doing. Is there a way that we can create some boundaries within this relationship? Is there a way to leave the personal outside? Focus on the business, focus on, you know, whatever the business is and growing the business and keeping things clean and professional. Maybe that means you don't hang out as friends, but you're able to hang out as business partners. Or if you really value the friendship more, maybe you don't do business together, but you focus on the friendship. Or ideally, you're able to say, you know what, you're right, let's keep it clean. What happens in personal stays personal. What happens in business stays in business, and we don't spill over. But you're saying it is spilling over into the business, so should you move on? I would say I would make a list, pros and cons, from the friendship to the business. And then have you had those conversations? Because you can't assume that everybody is on the same level of awareness, consciousness, or any of that stuff. So you have to first have the conversation. If it's worth saving, if you want to save it. Sometimes you already know you're done, either in business or relationship. And if you, and if in your mind, you're already done and there's no saving it, then yeah, move on. If you're clear on that. But if you're not clear on it, if you think you can save it, if you want to save it, then have the conversation. Say, listen, this is what's happening. 
And this is what I'm saying can no longer happen. Create those boundaries. In the business, we don't talk about the gossip. In the business, we don't do this, this, and this. We keep it business. We keep the boundaries up. So to me, it sounds like that there has been boundaries that have not been established, or if they have been established, they haven't been respected. So it sounds to me this is more of a boundary issue. So if the friends can't keep the boundaries when it comes to business, then yeah, you have to think about what's best for you, what your brand is doing, what your business is doing, what is best for your bottom line. You do have to look out for yourself. That's not being selfish. That's not being fake. That's not being backstabby. That is just being a healthy, evolved human being, adult human being, being able to say, listen, I need to put myself first when other people are, ac- are acting in negative and toxic ways. So that's what, that's what I would do. I would, I would evaluate what it is that you want. If you're clear on letting it go, move on. If it can be salvaged, have the conversation, create the boundaries. If they're able to respect them, great. Let the business flourish, keep the friends on the side. If not, then move on, but you know that you did the best that you could. So that was a good question. Yay, anybody else have any other questions? Happy to answer anything that you guys have. And as we're waiting for some more questions to roll in, don't forget to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast and also to the YouTube channel. Don't forget to share this with a couple of your friends. And again, we are doing our seven-day Level Up Your Life Challenge. Click the link in the show box or the description box to grab your ticket, and it comes with so many freebies. And you can also grab your hard copy of the Journey to Self-Love Journal that dropped this week. Okay. Okay, so Young Rage says, yes, there's been a conversation. The situation has been ongoing for a year and it's getting worse and worse. And we will not be at and we will and we will all be at a charity auction in a few. Okay, well, the situation has been going on for a year. If there's already been a conversation and it's getting worse and worse, then I think you already answered the question. Right? I think you already know what it is that you need to do. You need to cut the ties. You need to think about what is best for your business and what is best for your mental health. At the charity auction, keep it cute. Keep it cute, cute, short and classy. You don't have to be negative. You don't have to get, you don't have to fight. You don't have to prove a point. Keep it cute. Sit by your champers, smile and nod and keep it moving. Because again, you want to always, this is what I, this is what I do. I'm always acting in service of the higher version of myself that I'm becoming. So if the higher version of myself that I'm becoming is a confident, lucrative businesswoman with, you know, genuine friendships and a supportive network, if that is the version of myself that I'm becoming, then the version of me right now needs to act as if that's who I am. So if that's who I'm becoming, then am I going to stay in a business situation that's getting worse and worse and is no longer serving me? Am I going to stay in a situation that seems to be really toxic, not good for business or my mental health? Am I going to stay friends with people who don't respect me? Am I going to stay friends with people who bring me down? No, because if I do all of that, then I will never become the woman that I'm, that I, the highest version of myself. I'm never going to become her. If that, that, if at this level I don't act in service of her because what I choose to do now is what puts me in the position to become that person. And the highest version of yourself just means the vision of the person that you want to be. 
confident person, that wealthy person, that connected person, right? All of the things. That's just the highest version of you. The person who is confident and who is wise, who makes decisions from clarity, not from confusion or gossip. So I would just get really clear on who is the highest version of you that you want to become. And then make decisions based on, well, how would this person act? And if you can't get clear on the version of yourself that you want to become, then think about somebody in the world. You know, we can always look to celebrities and stuff like that because everybody knows them. Would Oprah act this way? If, if, if you think Oprah, you know, is a person, would Serena Williams act this way? If Serena Williams is a person that you, you know, like respect and admire, you know, just think of anybody. It doesn't have to be a celebrity. Maybe it's somebody in your life, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a teacher or a grandparent. I, I don't know. Just think of someone who embodies everything that you want to be and think, what would this person do in this situation? Would this person allow negative friends and toxic people to bring them down and their business down? Or would this person step into their own power and say, no more, not me. You do you, I do, I'll do me, and I'm going to keep moving forward. You're not going to embarrass me at this charity auction. You're not going to put my brand and my reputation and what I'm building on the line. I don't. And why would you want to be connected to that? Because who you are connected to matters a lot. And if you think it doesn't, look at just look at the world. Your circle matters. Who you're co-branded with matters. Their reputation becomes your reputation. Birds of a feather, right? So if you want to be elevated, then you need to start hanging out with and doing business with people who are elevated. Yay, Foodesis, I agree. Hey, I'm Rich. I'll let you know how it goes. Yes, keep me posted. Yes, thinking positive 100. Hey, 2B Native, how are you? She says, hey, candy kids. Hey, 2B Native. Mwah. How are you, sweetheart? Yes, yes, yes. Yay. All right, you guys. Well, there you have it. That was today's episode and video on how to let go of negative thoughts. Again, I'm going to be plugging our seven-day Level Up Your Life Challenge. It starts on March 1st. You're going to hear me talk about it all the way up until March 1st because I am so excited for it. I cannot wait to serve you. Again, there are so many free goodies that come with it. It's linked in the show notes below. And again, I'm going to give away some VIP tickets, guys. I'm giving away some VIP tickets. So all you have to do is subscribe to the channel, like this video, and click and write the words glow up in the comment box. And I'm going to be picking some VIPs. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So until next time, everyone. Oh, thank you, Nina. Ashley. says, great show, Kitty. You're welcome, sweetheart. So you guys, until, oh, actually, I forgot. If you have any questions, if you have topics you want discussed, if you want one-on-one -on -one coaching, uh, if you have questions about the courses or the challenges or anything, you can email my team at assistant at candywashington.com and someone from my team will get back to you. If you need direct access to me, Instagram is the best way. Give me a follow on Instagram at Candy Washington and shoot me a DM. If you want direct access or you need something really quickly, Instagram is the best way. If you just have a general overall question about anything going on, email my team at assistant at candywashington.com and we will get back to you. Okay, you guys, I love you so much. Enjoy the rest of your beautiful day and I cannot wait to help you glow, glow up. Until next time, guys, take care of yourself and each other. Bye.
Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go.